Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Schlava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Schlava. And it is Wednesday. It's hump day, so right in the middle of the week. And I am looking forward to being able to spend a little time this rest of the week and the rest of the uh, next week spending some time with my girlfriend, trying to hang out with her before she ends up going back down to Florida to start work again. So that's really what I've been focusing on. Haven't been doing a whole lot of reselling per se. Uh, I still have things up in my store to sell. I still have things that are selling and I'm still shipping things out, but I haven't been going out to as many stores. I haven't been really focusing on all these retail arbitrage stores as much as I have the online arbitrage just because you know, I'm trying to do what I really value and trying to spend time with what's important to me and that would be you know family and friends and my girlfriend you know those things are super important to me and you can't ever lose sight of those things so that's really something that I've been working at trying to devote a lot of time to right now but it's been really good reselling wise I was able to get a bunch of products today just doing online stuff a bunch of things came out, a bunch of different things that were some really hot uh, retail arbitrage flips that were online today. So I was able to pick those up um, and just kind of deal with trying to source online a little bit more, which for me has been really good because I've started to learn a lot about how these websites work. So that's been something that's been key for me and something that I will be going back to and I've really learned a lot about since the coronavirus pandemic has started, whether it be learning how to use various computer programs and software or learning how different sites work and things like that, or learning just different items to source. It's been one of those things that's been a really good learning experience for me. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the the downfalls of the coronavirus for the reselling business, which there are many. I mean, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of bad business right now, a lot of uh, sourcing products from home, and it's something that's been difficult for a lot of people. But the important thing to remember is that we've learned a lot of skills through all this that will outlive the virus and outlive this pandemic that is sweeping the nation. It'll outlive that and ultimately help our business to continue to grow and move forward. So that's something that I'm encouraged by. I've talked about it a little bit before, but it's just something that I am really, really grateful that I've been able to grow a lot during this and learn a lot more than I ever would have if I had just had to stay doing what I was doing before. So that is one positive that I can look at and take away from this entire thing. But I was sitting here thinking about the different ways that I can bring value to people to listen to this. And I have talked a lot about different things from retail arbitrage to garage sales to thrift stores to all of these different ways to make money. And I have done a pretty decent explanation of what I know, but I've left out one of the really, really critical parts of selling on Amazon and businesses as a whole. And for me, reselling wouldn't be complete without me talking about reselling books. 
and you may be sitting there, you may have no idea what I'm talking about. You may think, who sells books? Why books? Who, who, who cares about books? And a lot of people don't know this, but books are one of the best ways to make money and gain capital when you're starting a business. And that is one of the things that a lot of people get themselves started with Amazon on. They start reselling lots of books. And if you didn't know this, Amazon started out primarily selling books. And so it is a book platform at its core, but then has expanded out to what it is today, where it uh, it sells more than just books. It sells basically everything. It's now the Walmart of online, but now it's even bigger than Walmart. And it's one of those things where you know, it started as a book business and you think, well, why, why books? What's important about books? Why, why would I care about books? And books are like anything that you would find at a garage sale or a thrift store. They are something that is super abundant, something that nobody thinks twice about getting rid of. And what people don't realize is that a lot of the books that they have lying around are very, very valuable compared to what they perceive the value at the books have a lot more value than what they are perceived to have and so you can go into a thrift store you can go into a library that does active selling of their own books you can go into a book sale and you can pick up these books for anywhere from you know pennies to even a few bucks and sell them on amazon for 5 10 15 50, 100, you know, $200 for books. And a lot of people don't realize how important books are to the current culture that we have. Now, a lot of people go to college, and I, I truly believe that'll continue for a while. But a lot of people that go to college, they need books. And so you go to school, you get books, and your freshman year, you start out, you don't know any better. You buy all your books new because you've never gone to school. You're the first person out of your siblings to go to school and you don't know any better so you buy all your books new and you get completely gypped because what you didn't know is that you could buy those books on ebay and amazon at one half to one fifth of the price but what they those people aren't telling you is that a lot of those people are book resellers not people that have had the textbook back when they went to school so what you're doing is you're buying from a reseller now that person is able to give you such a deep discount on the book compared to what you would get it new because that person themselves is finding the book at an extremely low cost. And so they're going out to a book sale, they're going out to a thrift store, they are scanning the barcode, and they are checking what the book is selling for on Amazon. Once they do that, they look it up and they see what the selling price is, and they either go off of the Amazon seller rank or they go off of what is known as a Keepa or Camel 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 chart and they determine how often the book sells and whether it will be profitable for their business. And they list it on Amazon, they sell the book, they make money, you get a deal and everybody's happy. But a lot of people don't know about this and so it's something that I want to talk about. It's something that Reezy Resells is very very heavy on. He is the king of books. He started selling books whenever he uh, he was looking for a job and I think he found somebody at a thrift store selling books and he asked him about it and now here he is having sold millions of dollars of books on Amazon and so it's one of those things that's extremely scalable if you're trying to run a small business and grow it large not to the extent of having something like a one of the larger businesses out there but you can grow it to be a couple million dollar business and really make some money on it and so it sounds crazy because you don't really understand if you've never heard of it you may not understand well you know what about books is so key they're just books 
But like I said, a lot of these kids now, they're going to college and college has become such a nationwide thing. It's such a norm now that a lot of people that go to college really can't afford it to begin with. And when you can't afford to go to school and you're taking out extremely large amounts of loans and debt, it's one of those things where you're trying to scrape by and find the cheapest amount, uh, the cheapest cost to go as possible. So you're spending a lot less on books, you're not buying a new. And so tons of people go on Amazon and they buy their books used. So that's really what I wanna talk about. I wanna kinda of give you an introduction into that. I gave you a very brief summary just now, but I wanna actually tell you what you can do to find books, what you can do to make money selling books, and how much money I've been able to make just selling books. So books, like I said, are huge, and there are book sales everywhere. Book sales are your go-to, but never rule out a good garage sale and never pass up a thrift store that has a large collection of books. What you wanna do is you wanna go sign up for an Amazon seller account. If you've never sold on Amazon before, you need a seller account to sell on Amazon. You give them some information, your tax ID, your social security, your bank account. It sounds like you're giving them everything that you have, but what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to be a seller on their platform so that they can give you payouts and give you taxes or take out tax information for you to send you your, I think it's a 1099 if you sell a certain amount on their website. Don't quote me on that. I, I don't know. I'm not a tax expert, so don't take any of this tax information as uh, advice or anything like that. I'm just telling you what they do. So they give you a form at the end if you sell over a certain amount on their website. But that's why you have to give them all that information. So you sign up, sign up for their free seller account. You get charged $1 every time you make a sale. And once you hit 40 sales a month, I would sign up for a pro membership, which means you don't get charged on any sale that $1 fee. You still get charged the referral fee, as they call it, which is basically like your eBay or your Mercari fees that you get. It changes per category for Amazon, but that's one of the things that um, you'll be charged for, but you won't be charged that $1 fee every time. It makes sense once you go over 40 items, or if you're somebody that's wanting to do a lot of retail arbitrage or get into wholesaling and stuff, you can get auto-ungated and that kind of a thing, Doing a having a pro membership. You cannot get auto-ungated, meaning that you cannot get approved to sell big brands like Nike or Adidas without having a pro membership. So that is something that's really, really important to know. But right now we're talking about books. So you can pretty much sell almost any book with a regular membership. There are some books that you're not allowed to sell. Uh, Amazon used to allow people to sell DVDs and movies and all that kind of stuff, CDs, but now they have nixed that. There are only a few people, a handful of people that are allowed to sell these products on Amazon. Um, so if you find a book that has something like a companion DVD or a companion CD-ROM or something like that that you would put in your computer and be able to use the book digitally, a lot of times these things are not sellable by you. But you're going to be doing mostly regular books anyways, so you do not need to worry about that. Just know that if you sign up for an Amazon account and you scan a book and it says restricted, you cannot sell that book without approval and you will not have approval for just starting out. So. Anyway, you sign up for an Amazon account, great. They give you an Amazon account. They give you that email that says, hey, congratulations, you've been approved to sell on Amazon. So what you wanna do is you wanna go to the App Store on your iPhone or go to the Google Play Store on your Android phone, download the Amazon Seller app. It is, um, it is a very, very powerful tool for any Amazon seller that's just starting out. Basically what it allows you to do is it allows you to scan barcodes 
four different items and it will tell you what the item is selling for on Amazon's platform. It'll give you what the current lowest offer is. It'll give you a calculator that you can put in the cost of the item for yourself, what it'll cost to ship it to Amazon, and what the final sale price will be. And it will, it will output what your profit will be on the item. So it's very helpful. It's extremely useful in finding whether or not a book is profitable. You don't want to, we don't know everything about books. We don't know how much every book is worth. We do not know uh, what a good book is from a bad book all we care about is when we scan the barcode does it say it will sell for a lot of money and how low is the amazon seller rank typically you would think the higher something is the better it is right uh the more money you have the the better it is you know what i mean you you want to have ten dollars not one dollar but with amazon seller rank it is like winning a race it is number one and then everything behind that is lesser and lesser of a better selling item so rank one is better than rank two which is better than rank 10 which is better than rank 100 and 10,000 and a million and all these all of that you, you understand the point but you want to check the rank of the book the rank is how fast the item is moving now it is not how fast it moves all the time so amazon takes the last time the item is sold factors that in with a few other things that we don't know about and it pops out what the amazon seller rank is and typically for books you want to be under a million to get it sold really quickly two million to get it sold relatively quickly three million is really the threshold for a lot of people and then anything above that you're looking at a longer term hold so it had better be worth your money because amazon will charge you a fee if you send it into fba to be sold and it sits there for a very long time it's not a ton but once you get it sitting there for a while it starts to add up so that is something to keep in mind anyways you have the Amazon seller app, you now have the barcode scanner, you scan the barcodes of the books and you're in a store and you are looking at books and it's telling you how much they're selling for on Amazon. It's basic simple math at that point. You're either using their calculator or you're coming up with your own calculator and typing in the numbers yourself and you're seeing how much can I make on a book. When you're starting out, if it has a good seller rank, you buy it and you sell it and if you have you know, a good amount of uh, profit in it even if it's a few bucks that's money to you you haven't you haven't really sold anything yet this is a great way to get started you're able to sell this item on Amazon it is a great way to make a couple bucks you're packaging it you're buying it in the store and then you're doing FBA on these books you can do merchant fulfilled that is something that you can do and there are two separate ways to sell on Amazon merchant fulfilled is when you ship the item out yourself you house it you ship it you package it all that stuff FBA means fulfilled by Amazon you send it into Amazon, they house it, they warehouse it. As soon as somebody buys it, they package it, they ship it, and you don't ever have to worry about it again. So that is just something that you can keep in mind. It keeps your inventory in your house low so your house doesn't become crowded with books. And you can make a lot of money sending the books into Amazon where they take care of everything from there for you. Now you'll have to reprice your books and that is one of the things to keep in mind. Books are very popular nowadays with what people like to sell new sellers veteran sellers they like to sell books because they are super cheap that is the biggest benefit of books they are so plentiful and so abundant that they are super cheap but when you go into a store and you are scanning you are not trying to find the best books you're trying to get rid of the junk books that you do not want to sell and that is a major key right there you do not want to be looking for books that you can sell you want to be looking for books that you will not sell and 
it's basically the same thing but what you're doing is you're scanning books to see this book I will not be able to sell for money and you get past it you move to the next one and you're making you're, you're going through as fast as you can finding the books throwing them in your cart and you're sending them into Amazon so like I said they're super popular so what happens is people are going out and there's you know millions of sellers going out looking for books to sell okay and they're all sending in the books that they find at the thrift store and let's say you Tim and Joe find the same book and you all list it on Amazon. Well, if you list it for $15, Tim lists his for $14.99 and Joe lists his for $14.98 and they all have free shipping, which one is the buyer going to buy first? They're going to buy the $14.98 book first because that is the cheapest price, typically. Typically, that's how it works. Now, there are some times where the buy box on Amazon, the box when you hit buy now or add to cart is not always the cheapest option. That's pretty rare it's not to say it doesn't happen often it's just it typically your best way to get into the buy box from what i've heard and what i've researched is that you want to have the, the best price on amazon but that's not always the case there are other times where it's not it's better to not have the best price on amazon but amazon wants to make a little more money they put you in the buy box you sell your item for more but that's not what we're talking about so you have a 1498 book a 1499 book and a 15 dollars book somebody is going to buy the 1498 book first so you go on you see hey my book is now the most expensive of these three i need to reprice it what's it matter if you lose three cents right it doesn't matter if you lose three cents three cents is nothing you're trying to make a sale here so you reprice it to 1497 now you have the best price somebody comes they see your book they see joe's book joe's book is overpriced because it is a cent more than yours they buy your book and you're happy but what Joe can do is he can reprice his book to be less than yours and it can be $14.96. Now you guys are repricing your books lower and lower and lower and you're losing profit. So it is a key to either price your book at right around the lowest cost book but within a couple cents more of that book. That way when the book sells, you are the next lowest price but people are not tanking the price because they're going down by a cent every time. You may not think this is much, but what you don't know is that there are a lot of people that have automation software that automatically reprices their items on Amazon for them to be the lowest price. And you set up on Amazon what you want it to be priced at, what your low is, what your high is, if you have a high on the item, what, and what you want it to undercut the lowest cost item by, or what you want it to overcut it by. And so a lot of people don't understand how this works. They price their item down by one cent on the lowest price item. That makes sense, right? Now you can sell your book at $14.96, the other guy's at $14.97, that makes sense. Well, if the other guy has a repricer running on his book, you both have repricers running. They're both undercutting each other by one cent. If they update every hour, maybe after a week, you'll lose you know, a lot of the resale value on the book. But, but the main thing is if they update every minute or if they're instantaneous, well, I don't think that there are any instantaneous ones. I'm not sure, but I know that there are ones that update every minute. You have a problem there because what you're doing is every book is being undercut by the other book by one cent every minute. And that really adds up in a day. So what you're doing is you're undercutting your opponent, but by doing that, you're also undercutting yourself because your opponent is repricing their book below yours. So what you want to do is overprice by about a cent or two cents. That way, when the person goes to undercut it with their repricer, it doesn't do anything because it stays at that price. They may sell theirs before yours, but if it's a fast-selling book, you'll have the next lowest price and you're good to go and you dominate the lower price of the market and you'll make the sale. So it seems a little counterintuitive, but trust me, Reezy said it works. I like it. I use it. It works for me. It'll work for you. Just go and do 
you can go and sell books. That's really, really what the key is right now. Um, you will want to keep up with them though. It is important to reprice your books based on the current market if you want to keep them moving and want to do a high velocity of uh, sales with your books. The other thing is the books are very popular in two times of the year. So if you think about it, people are going to school during two times. They're going to school, they're going back to school at the end of summer when they are heading into the fall semester and then they leave for winter break and they come back usually around the end of December, beginning of January for most schools. That's what the typical time to get back is. So you really have a six, a four to six week period. Sometimes it's eight weeks depending on really what items you're selling and things like that. But you have a four to six week period during the summer of when you can sell books at a premium because people are going to school. A lot of these kids don't pay attention to what they're course curriculums are they don't read the syllabus they don't know what books they need until they're in class and they don't buy them ahead of time well when you get to school if you're starting school buy your books ahead of time because you will save a lot of money resellers know that your books are worth more once you're in school and you need them so we reprice them up so if you're a college kid buy your books before you go to school make sure you have them a few weeks before the semester starts that way you're getting you know 20 to 30 to $40 off the book, even $100 sometimes. It really depends on what book you want and how popular it is that year. But you can save yourself a lot of money doing that, but you can make yourself a lot of money selling books during this time. So what I do is I price my books to sell right around what they would if it was peak time in the summer for people to go back to school. That's because I only have a couple boxes of books. I haven't sent any into FBA. I'm not an FBA seller. I can sell FBA, I just haven't really done that much of it yet. Um, but you know, I keep all my books because it's just, I never really got around to shipping them in and now I'm too busy to do it. But if you ship yours in, you will be paying fees on them sitting in there. So it's important to realize that if you're gonna keep your books priced at these premium prices, you're gonna be paying fees every, I think it's twice a year, I'm not sure, I think it's every six months. It may have changed since the last time I checked but you're gonna be paying these fees. Now they're not typically a lot, but they start to add up where if you're only gonna make a few bucks on a book, it's really not that good to let it sit there for a while. You may be charged one or two bucks on the book. Now your profit went from $5 down to two, down to $3. You know, you're losing a lot of profit on these books that you may have invested one to two bucks in anyways. So it's important to keep that in mind. It's very important to know what your selling costs will be if you let the book sit. It's important to analyze how much it's going to sell for versus how much it's going to cost for how long you think it's going to sit in the warehouse. So it's important to look at these things and to make sure that you're going to invest your time and money wisely into sending the good books into FBA that will sell and make you money, not lose you money because they sit there. So that is really what you want to do you also have the winter break whenever people are off of school and then when they start to go back near the end of that people are going back right after christmas and up through the couple weeks into january plus people are super spend happy during this time so they don't really care what they're paying for books so you can also sell books for a premium during this time as well so that's really your two best times to sell you can also sell things like other school supplies and other things like that around this time if you find a calculator at a thrift store like one of those ti84s uh, get that thing listed around 
the time people go back to school. Wait for that peak season to come around and you will make $30 to $40 extra on that calculator, depending on what it is, just by selling it in August rather than in March. So that is a huge key right there. You can definitely make a lot more money doing that. But that's really books in a nutshell. There are a lot of things to know about books. There are several different things you can do with books, but a very important thing to remember is that they are a super low cost. You can make a lot of money reselling books. You can make a lot of money getting books out and they cost very little. So that's a great way to build capital and get your items moving on Amazon for cheap. The other thing is they're very good resources to use to get your Amazon account built up to a level where you can start to do retail arbitrage and build a very, very well, well accomplished store with Amazon. You want Amazon to feel good about your account. You want to make them know that you are a trusted seller. And so if you sell a lot of books and you do it at, at a large volume, they will see that they will recognize that. So when you have a pro merchant account, they will start to ungate you and you can become auto ungated when you apply for a brand it automatically says there's the the auto part of the ungating part um you're automatically approved to sell that brand so you don't have to wait there for days you can go into the store you can scan a book or you can scan anything that's in the store and if it is uh, gated if you're restricted from selling it you can apply to be ungated and you can actually be ungated while you're in the store rather than waiting those days, even weeks sometimes to be ungated in an item. So it allows you to go out and feel more comfortable sourcing from a Walmart or a Target knowing that you can almost get approved for any brand in that store to sell almost instantaneously. So it's really, really important to build yourself up and books is one of the few categories that everyone can sell on Amazon and that you are almost always going to be allowed to sell every book where some other products you are probably gated in. You may be able to sh sell a certain brands of shoes on Amazon as a new seller, but you're not allowed to sell Nikes. And Nikes are the most, they're the most popular shoe. They are the nicest looking shoes. They are very high in demand running shoes. They are great sellers on Amazon, but you can't sell them yet. So a great way to build up your account is by selling books. So that's really what I wanna talk about today. That's really what my focus is. I haven't given a long spiel on books, but for myself, I know that they have been extremely, extremely profitable. I have been able to go and there was a time when I went to a garage sale. It was actually an estate sale. There was a lady there who was selling off a lot of her books. I think I've touched on this before, but she was an old neurosurgeon and she had a lot of textbooks from when she went to school. And these are old books. This lady was retired and no offense to anybody who is retired, but you're you're older than, than me. So your books are typically old for somebody who is in school. And that is important because as things get older and more vintage, they get more rare and sometimes they gain a lot of value. So I was finding a lot of old textbooks that were still used today that oftentimes are not reprinted and are hard to get. And I have sold several of those textbooks for $100 plus. My total cost for 80 books was about 40 bucks. So I did really well off of that flip. I have made a lot of money selling books. I highly encourage you to get into selling books if you're looking for something new, if you're looking for something that is a little bit different than your garage sale finds, books could be something for you to scale up and scale down on. I think I may have to do a second episode on books just because there are a lot of ways to source books. There are a lot of different techniques you can use. A lot of them I've gotten from Reezy Resells, but there are some other ones that I have seen other people use and are very valid ones to use as well. 
Um, and I, I would encourage you that you know applying some of these things that I'll be talking about in later episodes, you'll be able to make some good money selling books, get yourself started, get a business started for yourself, and ultimately have something that will earn you extra income. That's what we wanna do here. We want to earn extra income. We wanna have multiple streams of income. You wanna be able to have more than just one thing coming in so that when the next thing happens, whenever you get laid off, whenever you can't go to work because you're injured, whenever something comes up in your life, you have other sources of income making you money other than your day job so you're not completely reliant on whether or not your boss is happy that day and wants to keep you around or fire you. So it's just important to have these extra streams of income and I've said it once, I will say it again, books are an amazing way to help build that up. So. I'm just super passionate about reselling and making yourself a little bit extra money to make your lives better and make things a little easier for yourselves. And so, like I said, get selling books and that's really one of the best ways that you can get yourself started. If you have any questions or anything, find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter. I'd love to help you. I'd love to point you in the right direction and get you started. Um, but for right now, that's really all I have to say about what you can do for books. I'll get with you later. I'll get with you tomorrow on other things you can do to make money. But for now, you guys enjoy the rest of your night and look up some stuff on selling books. Look up some stuff on reselling in general. Get yourselves more knowledgeable and learn a little bit more about how you can make yourself some extra money. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Peace.